Hey guys, just a quick shout here before we go into episode 15. I was listening back through it and editing and realized at one point I said 2002 when I fell into my major depression. Um, that's not true. It was 2022. It was much more recent than that. So I just wanted to come in and clarify that. Um, but I also wanted to come on first to introduce the episode and to let you know that we're going to hear... Word from our sponsors. Me. Hey all, just wanted to cut in here to tell you a little bit about my business, Bunny Last Melts. Back in 2020, like the rest of the world, I was searching for something that I could really sink myself into. That's when I first came into candle making and wax melt making. I fell in love with making wax melts. The different shapes you can make, the different way you can mold the wax, the way that you can just be creative was something that I've been looking for for most of my life. So I decided to open a shop back in early 2021 on Etsy and I have been going ever since. We make cruelty-free and soy wax-based wax melts and wickless candles. Everything is vegan suitable as well. We are having our holiday and winter line launching on November 6th this year. It will include some classic holidays scents from us such as winter solstice and season's greetings. We'll also be bringing in new scents such as Hippie Holidays. I'm really excited for you guys to try them. If you haven't checked us out yet, we are a very active on Instagram at Bunny Last Melts. That's B-U-N-N-Y-L-A-S-S-M-E-L-T-S on Instagram. We'll be relaunching our website here soon, so stay tuned. Welcome to Mending Creatively. I'm your host, Jen Chacho, and hope that you make yourself at home here. If you have a creative spirit but hold on to old beliefs about having to be born an artist, then I created this space for you. Together we can cheer each other on, take pride in what we create, and heal our self-limiting beliefs. This is your permission slip to take that painting class, write that book, and dust off that sketchbook, even if you weren't born artistically inclined. Let's try new things and mend together creatively. Hiya, hiya. Welcome back to Mending Creatively. Today we are at episode 15, which is wild. I'm so excited to be here. I know it's been a minute, especially since I've done a solo episode here. Um, It's just been crazy busy. I think we all understand with the holiday season, it's been nuts. 
Um, but I have taken this week away from work because I really wanted to spend a week to focus on the bunny lass and on mending creatively. So I am doing only that this week. Today is Tuesday so far and I've been working on the podcast all day. I've done three interviews today. I got a couple uploaded so super excited about all that. Uh, the interviews I had done today were all all amazing like blown away amazing and I cannot wait for you to hear them I cannot wait to get back on track and talk to you guys more often like I thought I was coming back but then life got in the way and that's just what happens sometimes you know but I wanted to come on here and talk about staying positive through false starts. So since I started this podcast, I've kept a list of topics that would come to me that seemed like something that I may want to talk about in the future. And I was looking through that list today and this one jumped out at me like this is the right time for me to be talking about this because false starts is something that has weighed a lot on me throughout my life. So if you know my story, if you know me, um, I've gone through so many different like career path ideas. I went from thinking I was going to be, well, when I was a kid, I thought I was going to be an astronaut. Like that was the ultimate dream. That was what I wanted to do. Um, but clearly that never worked out. Um, but I also really enjoyed art. I loved art. Um, and that was right after high school, I thought I was going to be a graphic artist. So I always knew that I wasn't great at drawing. I was a creative person, but the execution has always been very difficult for me. So I thought graphic art, okay, you're using computers. So this is, this is it. This is what I meant to do. I'm good with computers. I'm creative. I can do this. So I got accepted into a trade school, uh, the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising, FITM, as it's also known. I went to the Orange County campus and there at FITM, I studied graphic design. The problem was I didn't have any background in it. I didn't really know anything about design or programs. And as I was talking to other students, I found that most of them have at least used Photoshop and I never did any of that. Um, it just wasn't avail available to me. It wasn't an option. It wasn't something I had any experience in. So this dream that I thought was totally me and this was gonna make it, um, my second semester in, I realized I wasn't. Um, my art was not up to par with the other students. It was very, it was pitched me as a very competitive field. And while I'm a competitive person at that time, I was not someone who could vouch for themselves. I can now, but I couldn't then. So it, it became clear and it was with great remorse that I told my parents that I couldn't do it and I left and that was a kick right in the stomach and it's and it was after that that just kind of sat in emotion 
these series of things that I thought were, were this is it so many times. Um, I went to school for marketing. I went to school to be an esthetician, but what really got me, the one that I really had my heart set on in the end was, um, computer programming. I, I've always loved art, I've always loved science, and I felt like that married it perfectly. And I would spend hours studying on my own. I would go to local meetup groups, and again, I just saw how far ahead of me everyone else was. And I got it into my head, that same theme that I say over and over in the show was, how am I ever going to do this? I am no one special. I don't know anything and I can't learn it. And I think through all those things, I truly believed I was incapable. Going back to being an esthetician, my strength was knowledge. Again, not great with my hands, but my knowledge, they said, was some of the best at the company. I can't I knew what ingredients did what, I knew what products to use. When it came to applying that product, the amount of pressure I should be using when doing facial massage, it just was not there. Um, I got hired at a pretty big spa here in Southern California, and it was, I was so excited by it. I thought I was going to be this esthetician. I'd have my own clientele. It'd basically be running my own business through this, this beautiful spa. And after training for, I don't remember how long it was. It was for months, a couple of months at least. After training and commuting an hour and a half both ways, I didn't pass the final test. I couldn't test out. And the reason why was once again, like I said, that pressure in my hands, my application, they would not move me on to be on the floor. And they didn't fire me, but it was suggested I quit. I know now I should have let them fire me, you know, um, get unemployment. But I did, I was, I felt that I was forced into quitting. And that was one of the most devastating things that happened. And that's from there, that's when I went into, um, started studying computer science and web development. And I started getting really good with JavaScript and I felt confident with it. But then I learned about all the different freaks frameworks and the different back end works you had to do to like put up a website and it became more than I can handle. And like I said, I felt that this was something that I was not ever going to be able to do that I wasn't special enough. And eventually over time, I, I stuck with that for a couple of years. I realized, you know, this is not something that's going to be viable for me. And I gave up. Um, I still miss it. There are still times that I want to go back and I want to play with JavaScript again. I want to work on websites again. But 
I wouldn't even know where to start anymore. It's one of those things you don't use it and you lose it. And that was so long ago. And so I kind of resigned myself to being someone that was just going to be in customer service my whole life. And I knew that's not where I wanted to be. I absolutely hated it. Um, still hate it. I'm still not completely out of it but I see a way out now. But back then it, it was all I knew. It was on paper. The only thing I ever had experience in everything else I tried and failed. And I resigned to, to feeling like I'm always just going to be this customer service agent being yelled at for other people's mistakes. And it sent me in a very, very dark wave to a very dark place. Um, and back in 2002, I hit rock bottom with that. It was, I could not stand doing it anymore. And the idea of a future where all I did was talk to angry people, fixing problems that I had no control over, was the most depressing thought I'd ever had. And I knew that something had to change. Um, the first thing that changed was I started seeing a psychiatrist, um, which I highly recommend. Um, I am a big advocate for medication. It's not something that is for everyone, but if it's something you want to try, you may find something that may both change and save your life. So I had been out on medical leave from work for about two months. The first month I, um, I didn't do much of anything. I laid around, I could barely move. I could barely get out of bed. The second month I started getting up, I started getting up. And I remembered that I had really enjoyed when I used to make candles and wax melts, um, which was something, another thing that I had just given up on. And so I started making wax melts again. And it became my, my reason to get up in the morning. It got me out of bed every day. And it just drove me forward because it was allowing me to be creative in a way I could be. And it didn't matter how shaky my hands are. Like, yeah, you know, I made messes. But using molds and being able to shape wax and do whatever I wanted to make sense, you know, it really kind of brought me out of that hole. And through that, connecting with other business owners and learning that, hey, you know, this idea that you have to go to school and you have to work in the nine to five and you can't do anything other than being outside of that secure job kind of started to melt away because I was meeting these people who were doing it. And some of them are younger than me. Some are my age. Some are even older than me, just now leaving the nine to five. So it's never, ever, ever too late. 
but being surrounded by those people and talking to them and learning about either the leaps of faith they took or just the fact that they planned for it, that they saved that money and they took their time. And when the time was right, they jumped out of the nine to five and they went full on with confidence into their business. Realizing that that is a possibility changed everything for me. And though I still had times where I would fall depressed, I mean, it's the nature of the disease. It's something that I'm going to have to deal with with pretty much all my life. But that this was something that was really a possibility. And through it, I kept thinking, you know, all I have to do is change my packaging or, oh, if I talk to more to people, I'll finally hit what it is that I need to, to be making sales or, oh, maybe if I change up my display and every single thing I tried to change to draw attention to my business didn't work. None of it worked. And again, I fell back in that line of thinking of I'm the problem. This is me. And so a couple of weeks ago, I was doing a market. It was a nine hour long market. I was there all day and I had made two sales and I started feeling down on myself. And then within the last two hours, I was like, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. I am done feeling sorry for myself. I'm done just waiting for someone to come up to my booth and change my life. I am done just sticking around and seeing what happens. So I did the most mean thing I could think of. And I walked up with a sample of my wax melts and I started talking to people walking by and asked, Hey, do you want to smell my wax? And the looks I got were amazing. They were phenomenal. Like people would tell like, what the hell did this crazy girl just say to me? And once they realized that it was intentionally kind of out there and weird and they saw me smile, they'd start smiling and they're like, yeah, okay. And they came back to my booth. And for the last two hours, not only were people coming and talking to me and was like getting their attention, but people started walking by and yelling, hey, smell my wax. And the vendors on either side of me were like, smell her wax. And I felt like I was on cloud nine. I didn't make any sales that night, but I guarantee if I had started earlier that day, I totally would have. And that is like the absolute importance of embracing your weird. I cannot stress that enough. And something in that night and that moment just totally changed me. And I realized, you know what? I got this. It doesn't matter how many times before I failed. It doesn't matter all the different career paths I've tried. It doesn't because I'm here now and I'm figuring it out. And now that I know it's possible, I've seen it's possible through the people I've chosen to surround myself with. I know I can make it happen for me too.
And that's why just don't get up. And I end every episode with saying just keep going because you have to. And I know, I know you can do it. And I know it's frustrating. I know how exhausting it is to put your heart into your to your work, into your artwork, even if you don't want to start a business, even if you're just looking for your true median to express yourself. It doesn't matter how many other ones you didn't feel fit your style or suit you or you felt you weren't good at. Just keep trying. Paint something. Draw something. Take a dance class. Find something that's going to fill you up and complete you. In this world, and I've been saying this over and over lately just because the state of everything that's been going on, but we're in a world hell-bent on destruction. And we need your creativity. We need you to bring your art into this world. Whether you decide to make a business out of it or you do it as a hobby, you enter it into a gallery, you start a YouTube channel, it doesn't matter. People need your creativity and they need your art in their lives. So just remember that. It doesn't matter how many false starts you've had. There's still time for you. There's still that thing out there that's going to make you whole. And I fully believe in in you. And I believe in your journey. If you need help believing in you, if you need someone to talk to, if you're frustrated, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Mending Creatively. Um, I am here for you and I will be your biggest cheerleader. So how do you feel about this? Do you think you're ready? Are you going to go try something new? I hope so. If you do, let me know. I'm happy to hear about it. Okay, guys, that's it for me now. As always, just keep going. Thank you so much for listening to Mending Creatively. Don't forget to follow us over on Instagram at Mending Creatively, where we can share our projects and support one another. See you next time.